All right, here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mid-Level Show. I am your host, Ben Rogers, and today I'm with two very special mid-levels. I'm with Fran Wilson in the Johnson City office and Amber Butler in the Kingsport office. Uh, guys, thank you for being here. We have a, a few of us out today, so it's going to be a, a a very small conversation between us three and mainly you two, uh, since you guys have all the brains in this, uh, what would we call this, a triage, uh, in this trio, um, so, so for, for the listeners out there who, um, don't know what this show is, uh, it's my favorite show and I think it's Amber's favorite show. And what we do is we, we go over the most recent doctor's note and dictations podcast episode by Dr. Rogers. Uh, and we do a deep dive and we try to give, uh, other perspectives and we try to dive a little deeper where we feel like he didn't and we give just other sides of the conversation and hopefully uh, bring you guys a lot of value out there. Uh, So if you are watching on YouTube, hello. And if you're listening on the podcast, hello. Thank you guys for being here. Um, Fran, this week's, uh, this week's dictations was on, on wheat. And before we started recording, you have a ton of props uh, for the, for the YouTubers out there. Uh, Fran has some, some props that, that were mentioned. Wheat belly. Why, why don't you actually, let's start with wheat belly. You know, what were, are you a fan of the book? Did you enjoy it? What, what was your thoughts on, on the books that were mentioned in this, uh, this week's doctor's note? Yeah, I, I read this book probably, I don't know, five years ago. And I remember like right after you read the book, you're like, oh my gosh, wheat is poison. And so I definitely eliminated wheat from my diet. Um, felt great not eating wheat. I have a friend who has celiac disease and um, she was pretty much non-functional until they properly diagnosed her at the Mayo Clinic. And when they found out that she had celiac and she removed wheat, she went from not being able to drive a car or write a sentence anymore. And she is back functioning as a member of society. So I saw it was, it was kind of part of all that, like seeing what she went through and being like, wow, like we can really, really cause havoc in some individuals. Um, now, what, what's your take on, you know, celiac versus, you know, gluten sensitivities? Because that was something that uh, uh, was mentioned in this note. And you mentioned knowing somebody with celiac, which is in my ignorance, you know, seems to be more extreme than a, a gluten problem. Oh, definitely more extreme than I mean, they seriously, wheat will kill them. Okay. If they continue to have it, they, they, they don't absorb nutrients and they have all kinds of problems. Is that the big, when they have celiac disease, is that the big thing is that they just aren't absorbing nutrients. So they're getting nothing in wheat. So wheat is just, uh, causing havoc inside of them. Is that what's going on? I don't know that I know all the details of celiac disease. I just know that if they don't remove wheat and gluten from their diet, they, they are very, very sick. And that's, and that's wild as, you know, if you do remove it, how you can feel, you know, somewhat normal. And, and Amber, I want you to jump in here, uh, just, you know, talking about wheat and, and, and this, uh, doctor's note, uh, did you, were you aware of some of the, the issues with wheat and, you know, in your own diet? Um, well, in my own diet, you know, I, I actually, I'm very 
blessed. I, I don't have much issues with gluten or, or really any at all. But my husband, who has Crohn's disease, not and now Crohn's does not mean automatically that you can't tolerate gluten, but it is a very common thing. Um, if you do have Crohn's, that uh, gluten isn't your friend. And there was a period before Scott was diagnosed where we were just desperate. I mean, my husband was 6'3". He was down to 165 pounds. So he was very thin and um, just like Fran was saying, not absorbing nutrients. And um, we tried to, uh, what well, was called, it's called the FODMAP diet. But in that, because it's not just gluten-free, it's dairy-free, it's cutting out some different um, inflammatory like corn and um, some different things. And I, in, in fact, my husband gained weight going gluten-free. So when he said something about, it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll lose weight, especially if um, you are someone who's malnutrition. But um, the one thing he said that I wanted to um, kind of uh, emphasize was the fact that gluten-free products are a lot more available than we once had, even at Aldi, like, you know, we have three kids. So, you know, we, I'm an Aldi shopper and um, Aldi has a great gluten-free, you know, section and options. And most of your like Kroger and Ingalls and Food City now have a lot of good gluten-free options. In some way, it became kind of a fad, a, you know, a fad thing to do. It was a healthy thing to do. Um, but really and truly, the more we kind of discover about gluten, um, the, the really the better it would be from an inflammation standpoint, not just with Crohn's or um, bowel diseases. I've had patients and family members who had um, severe um, gout, arthritis, um, um, that were, when they cut out those inflammatory foods, specifically went gluten-free, they uh, were able to move again and their joints weren't stiff and the inflammation in their body reduced dramatically. Yeah, the, the inflammation part was a was was something that Dr. Rogers really emphasized. Um, not only inflammation in your joints, but also inflammation in your drain uh, in your drain. Excuse me, in your brain. Your brain, yes. Uh, which I yes. I found I find really interesting as far as just thinking clearly, and you know, in more extreme cases uh, with dementia and Alzheimer's. So it, it's fascinating to me the the way that. We over time we've just drowned out all the nutrients in grains and in wheat, and a lot of that is because of just I, I guess the industrialization of society, and and maybe you know we're still of the mindset that things that were good for us you know a hundred years ago are still good for us. Uh, Fran, is that something that you think about in terms of you know when you're picking your foods or you know what? Um, what we've they do say they do say that the wheat has changed and there's that other the older wheat was ein, ein, i don't know how i'm saying it correctly it's like einhorn or einkorn you can find products um in the market now that have that type of wheat but when you're when you're talking about the the neuroinflammation and you go through wheat belly and grain brain they're basically saying that all the grains cause some level of inflammation but wheat is the one that is the worst. Interesting. So, um, so in this book, Grain Brain, by the neurologist, um, what's his name? Perlmutter. He he says that all the grains cause problems. So he really wants you on a grain-free diet. What would a grain-free diet consist of? Like I, I wouldn't even know. Oh, it's, just it's no it's bread. Very similar to like the like no bread. It's very similar to like the keto diet. Um, it's really not that hard. It's just a change. You, you would eat things like meat, 
and vegetables. Like, so your typical dinner could be a piece of salmon and then you could have a salad and broccoli, you know, and you can fill a plate with that and, and be plenty full. You don't always need to have bread just because it's something that we're used to. I could argue that Fran, but we don't have time to do that today, but <laughs> no, no, keep going. Cause you're exactly right. And you know, and, and it's important for the people listening that, you know, there are ways, you know, just like Amber was saying with all the gluten-free options, uh, would gluten-free options be grain-free as well? Are they synonymous? Not necessarily. Cause sometimes it's a different type of it may not be wheat flour, but like it might be, um, well, actually is rice flour or corn flour? I guess it wouldn't be allowed. Fran, is that no, a rice or grain? They're, they're grains. Yes. They're grains. So, now there's some other products out there now, like a cassava flour mm-hmm. that they're starting to use. Um, there's a brand called Seat, S-I-E-T-E, and it has a lot of grain-free products that it's coming out with. It even has chips and stuff that you can find at um, the various health food sections. Mm -hmm. But most of the stuff I read says you really, if you're going to go gluten-free, the best way to do it is with products that are naturally Mm gluten-free so that you're not eating all these processed things that they put together and removed gluten. You're Mm -hmm. much better off just going with whole foods, Mm -hmm. vegetables. I mean, you know, a gluten-free diet, you can have your fruit, you can have your vegetables, you can have your protein. Um, You don't, you're just eliminating the bread products and, and the carbs, which cause problems also. So it's, um, I don't know, it's really a win-win if you just try it for like it, 30 days. If you try gluten-free yeah. or, or grain-free, Fran? Both. I mean, gluten-free and grain-free, you'll, you'll lose weight and you'll feel better. And if you do, if you do go gluten-free and you don't feel better, then you, then you kind of know, well, maybe, maybe you're just one of those lucky individuals. It's not affected. Well, well, but then the thing I struggle with is with kids. I really, I mean, you know, my daughter it's is hard to feed kids without gluten. Jay kind of girl. And I just, I, you know, I, I've always tried to do moderation because, you know, I had friends who had very restricted diets, like very, no, nothing processed. And then they came over to my house and ate the entire box of Oreos. And so I'm just trying to figure out what's the balance where we, um, we, we celebrate things, we have things, but we don't, you know, it's just, it's a struggle, especially when you think about going gluten-free with a a three-year-old who eats chicken nuggets almost every day. And I would say we're talking more about people who have, rather than kids, people who have medical challenges. True. You know, if you're waking up every morning and everything hurts, right, your joints ache, then why not give this a try? Yes. You know, if your five-year-old's running around and he's perfectly happy and healthy, I don't think you need to suddenly just say, let's eliminate gluten. No more gluten for you. That's right. Oh, I appreciate but that. If you, but if you have a challenge, this might be an answer. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the books I read that's called, It Starts With Food, it has a line in there that I just always remember. It just stuck out to me. It says, you know, Changing your diet really isn't that hard, but having your leg cut off because you have diabetes, that's hard. So let's really think about what is truly hard. You know, giving up some things that you like to eat. Yes. Not that hard. You can find substitutes, but I I think severe health problems are really hard. I I think that's well said, you know, from, from both of you. Cause I think, you know, there is a, is definitely a balance and, you know, cause I remember, 
you know, some friends, uh, for, for me growing up where, you know, there, there was no, like nothing allowed in their house. And as soon as they get to one of their friends' houses, they just, you know, it's like a kid in a candy store, no pun intended. Uh, you know, so it's really, it's really interesting. I think, um, you know, from a raising kids standpoint to, you know, as you're getting, as you're getting older and things are becoming, uh, more and more important. Um, so it's just a, it's a very interesting conversation and, uh, you know, something that, that stood out to me was, was his take on sourdough bread, uh, speaking of Mm. bread and, uh, I've convinced myself and there you go. Uh, Fran is showing us a, a take and bake. Uh, you know, in terms of, you know, when I do eat a sandwich or a, or a bagel, I'm, I'm looking for a, a sourdough bagel or a sourdough, sourdough piece of toast. Uh, do you guys, do you guys like, obviously Fran, you do, uh, what's your take on sourdough versus, you know, the idea of being grain free and gluten free? I just find the sourdough doesn't if you're somebody who has like ir- irritable bowel problems, it seems to me if I if I like have a piece of pizza, I'll notice it. I'll have stomach issues. But if I eat this particular brand of organic sourdough bread, I'm fine. It doesn't mean that I don't crave bread like that. I mean, this bread is delicious. Um, I try to avoid it because it's one of those things that if I have one slice, I really want to have like five. <laughs> Because it's just so good. Amber, what what about you? You know, in terms of Sour, yes, sourdough is Scott's favorite bread. Um, you know, it's definitely a staple in our home, especially for him. And then, you know, he'll give me a few slices every now and then. But yeah, I, I like sourdough. Bread. Are, are there good sourdough pizza places uh, up in the Tri Cities? Out of curiosity. There are, there are some, in. there's one in Knoxville that I know of that does a uh, sourdough pizza and, and it's amazing. There's also a bagel place. Uh, I have to give them a shout out. It pays on bagels cause I go there every morning. I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, but sourdough bagels and it makes me, uh, makes me happy and also makes me feel not so bad about eating bagels. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Ben. Yeah, Very good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I needed some affirmation. I needed you guys to say, hey, Ben, it's okay. You know, you can have your, your bagel. You can have your sourdough. As long bagel. as you take gluten shield. That's right. And, and that was the next thing I was going to say. You know, again, I, I feel like this is for the fourth week in, the row, in, in a row here that he's mentioned gluten shield. And uh, I, for one, I don't know about you guys, but I've started taking it, you know, since we've been doing these shows. And, and I, I feel like he mentions it all the time. Uh, and I, I, I've gotten in the habit. Uh, I've had some stomach issues in the past and, you know, and I feel, I feel great. The thing that got me was we had a conversation on one of the dictations episodes and he said that a probiotic was, was also for your immune system in the sense that it helps your, it helps you absorb nutrients, uh, better that if your, if your gut isn't working well, you're, you don't absorb the nutrients that you're eating or, you know, the supplements you're taking. And, and that's what got me uh, other than, you know, stomach problems, all that stuff, um, you know, or, or like just regular bowel movements, all that stuff didn't get me the same way the immune system correlation did. Is that, did, are you guys both on a probiotic? Yes. Yes. Is, is that what got you guys? Was it, was it that, or just, you know, you've known about gut health forever. I feel like. I, I, Dr. Rogers, I started on Theralac before Gluten Shield, and I'm just too afraid to switch because I love it so much because it literally changed my life. Oh, there you and go. so, um, and, you know, I, uh, I I just stayed on that one. Are, are you on Gluten Shield, Fran? No, I'm on um, I'm on 
products by uh, Microbiome Labs. Oh, nice. You, so you've I've mentioned them to me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on a spore probiotic and they have also a gluten shield type product called wheat something, wheat blocker. And so I take that and it's very similar. It has pretty much the same ingredients that gluten shield has. Can you explain just because I don't know, you said spore. Um, can you explain what spore probiotics? Yeah, what is that? So they're soil based probiotics and they suppose they can live without being refrigerated and they survive the harsh environment and the acidic environment of the um, stomach and through the intestines. Some of the, some of the probiotics that are out there do not survive in the gut. So I, I had found this, um, this brand because it had been studied and it doesn't require refrigeration and it has a really long shelf life. I originally got involved with it because you, you can take it on vacation. Is there, you know, when you have something that needs to be refrigerated sure. and you're on an airplane and you know, it's a, it's a pain. Is there anything on the ingredients of a probiotic, uh, Fran, that you think people need to look at and make sure that that's on there in order, you know, before they purchase a probiotic? Cause I feel like this is one I you could screw need, up with. I think they really need to do some research and, and I'm not going to put down any companies. Um, you know, that's not, not right, but you need to do your research and make sure you're on a quality product. And I would say it should be studied and tested. Studied and tested. And is there any way of telling of whether or not the, the, the probiotics can live in your gut? Is there a, like a, a name for that or something? Or is that the spore uh, thing that you're talking about? All kinds of companies make all kinds of claims. I've read all kinds of stuff that says there's, you know, this company's probiotic doesn't work. It's, you know, I, I'm sure the major ones that are out there that are on the market, the ones they sell at CVS that I've heard, you know, like a line, there's a whole bunch of them out there. I would think they would have to have been tested. Well, the other, and if they weren't working for people, I would think the product would kind of disappear. Well, and, and the other thing, and this is something that you know Dr. Rogers mentioned in this note, um, is listen to your gut. And you know, if if you you can tell, and, and Amber, it sounded like you know when you got on Theralac, you could, yeah, she you could found tell. something that works for like, her. Like this is yeah, well, exactly. That's what I was gonna say to Fran. If you if you whatever product it is, whether it's been tested or not, I mean. Uh, if you don't respond well to it or have a reaction to it, then there's, you know, other options that you can try. You shouldn't just give up on one. Probiotics are important. Well, guys, uh, let's do one final thought from each of you, and then we're going to we're gonna sign off here because I, I know we got busy days ahead. Fran, wh- what, was your, what was your big take um, from this week's dictation episode? If, if you're having, if you're struggling with your weight or health issues, Look to your diet and see if possibly eliminating two of the ones that Dr. Rogers really is against, which are corn and wheat from your diet. Give it a trial. Do it for 30 days and see if your health improves. Love it. Amber? And then go from there and we can help you to get better. Yes. Love it. Absolutely. My biggest, from a personal note, you know, I called my husband because we'd kind of gotten slack. It was very faithful, gluten-free. And then I called him and I was like, you know, from an inflammation standpoint, I think that that really is what kind of stuck out in my mind. Um, you know, that it's something that I think, uh, especially he needs to, when we, I support him in just really trying to do a better job of going gluten-free to kind of get that inflammation under control. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I'm with both of you in the sense that this is, this is one thing that, you know, we really do have control over. There is some black and white here. And, and, you know, if, if there's anything that, that 
that you can cut out. This is this seems to be one of them that that is super helpful for a lot of people. Uh, and, and Fran did a great job of of mentioning some ways that that you can uh, go gluten free. Uh, guys, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, as always, I appreciate it, and I cannot wait to get back uh, on the on the Zoom call on the podcast with with everyone next week, including you two. Uh, so, guys, thank you uh, to the listeners out there. Thank you for for spending your day with us, for spending these fifteen to twenty minutes every week it means a lot to us, uh, and hopefully, we're going to continue. To, to bring value to, to y'all and in, in your health and wellness journey. Uh, guys, thank you. We are signing off. This is The Mid-Level Show. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.